By graduate transfer offensive lineman Cade Parmley, and Cade has spent the last four seasons at Abilene Christian, and will have one year of eligibility left with us here in Durham um, as a member of the Duke football program. Cade, thanks for joining us here on the Section 17 podcast. Absolutely, man. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure, man. So we obviously followed the news throughout the off season, and that's like the exciting news now in college football, right? The uh, the uh, the offseason moves that are taking place. And so um, we're really excited about you and the rest of your uh, fellow transfers, man, uh, coming to being a part of our program. Yeah, no, it's been uh, it's been super exciting, man. Yeah, you you hit it around the nail, man. Transfer season this year was insane, I think, with with COVID and everything. But um, yeah, it was it was it was it was insane. It was, it was a crazy time to to be in there. And, you know, I never thought I would have enter the transfer portal, but man, I, I did it at the right time. And, you know, praise God that I ended up here, man. Yeah, for sure, man. So uh, we're just gonna ask a few questions, man. And, and, um, and just like kind of hang out with us. Um, but first off, obviously Duke fans don't know you that well. Um, so tell us a little bit about your journey. I, from what I gathered, looking online, you grew up uh, there in West Texas and kind of kind of tell us about like how you, um, got to where you are, man, all the way from being a kid, kind of your passions yeah. and stuff like that and where, how you landed here. Yeah, Lee, man, it's a good question. Um, yeah, West Texas kid was actually born and raised in Abilene. Um, you know, I ended up playing, I played four or five sports growing up and football was never really, uh, was never really my passion, my heart. You know, I was always a, a baseball guy, actually. It's funny, funny now saying that, but, you know, grew up playing baseball, you know, played youth basketball, soccer, um, and I actually remember in third grade, I wanted to play tackle football so bad. And my, uh, my dad, he, you know, he offered me a hundred bucks um, to not play. And so, you know, to me, I was just like, you know, a hundred bucks, that's, that's a deal I can't pass up. You know, he didn't want me to get hurt or anything. So, you know, I didn't play until seventh grade. And, um, and really, to be honest, man, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. I, I almost quit after eighth grade and, um, you know, football is kind of king in, in Texas, especially, but especially West Texas. Um, and so, you know, uh, all my friends were playing and I didn't want to miss out. And, and I, kept, I kept kept to it, man. I kept playing. I actually quit baseball and, um, you know, started started really enjoying football, started really enjoying, uh, you know, the hitting. And it's you know, you can you can do stuff on the football field that if you were to step outside the football field, you know, you, you go to jail for it. So that was that was kind of appealing to me, man, you know, being an offensive lineman, you know, that kind of protective instinct and, um, you know, that, that's kind of my, my football journey, you know, of, of how I got to, um, how I got to love it, man. You know, we, we went to state my senior year uh, in Texas and you know, that was, that was a crazy experience growing up with guys since, you know, first, second grade and, um, being able to play with them, you know, your whole life and, and, and being able to go to state, that was, that was an unforgettable moment. Um, and then obviously I got recruited to go play, play at home, um, stay in Abilene. You know, my parents were, were psyched for that. They, uh, they were you know, excited that, you know, the kid, kids staying home and 
and they got to watch me, man. So they've, they've always been a, a big support for me. So, yeah, that's cool. Uh, we mentioned offline before we started recording, but Dwayne Carter today uh, mentioned you being kind of the spiritual leader kind of already. Um, walk us through that a little bit, man, about kind of that journey and, and how, you know, I know you're an older guy, you know, with being a graduate transfer, but uh, kind of talk us through that a little bit about how your teammates view you. Well, shoot, man, it's, uh, I, you know, when you told me that offline, it was, it was actually the first time of me hearing it too. So that, that is a, obviously, you know, a huge compliment from Dwayne, especially coming from him, man. I, I really respect him. A lot of guys on our team, you know, respect Dwayne and he, he, he's the man, you know, so, so him saying that about me, you know, it's all love, all love Dwayne Carter, man. But, um, yeah, you know, I became a Christian, um, late in high school, kind of right before my senior year of high school. And, uh, you know, I, I mentioned, you know, football's king in, in, in West Texas. And, you know, a big part of that is, you know, football is a religion. <laughs> and, you know, uh, growing up in that, all my friends, you know, there's two things you don't miss. You know, it's, it's Friday night lights and Sunday morning church. Right. And you know, sometimes those get intermixed. And, you know, I know for a big part of my, you know, growing up was uh, football was was my God. And, you know, I, I, I idolized football. You know, I wanted to be a football athlete. I wanted to be a star. I wanted to be a superstar, man. And, you know, Lord kind of changed, changed me and um, going into my senior year and, you know, saved me and I became a Christian. And so, um, you know, since then uh, it's been a, it's been a crazy journey, man. It's definitely one that, um, you know, the Lord has preserved me and, you know, kept me, kept me in, um, you know, nothing that I've been able to do, but uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy to think that you know, I'm here right now, but, and then even for Dwayne to say that about me, man, that's, um, you know, I can't, I can't say anything else about that, man. Well, full, full disclosure, I'm a pastor uh, here. In okay, right on. So that was, that was a pretty cool connection. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's awesome, man. That That's really cool. And, and you know, uh, obviously I know coach Cutcliffe talks about faith, family, you know, all the, all the, the different football and different things. And I think, and I don't know if they'll continue this because they couldn't last year with COVID, but each year they go visit like a church and they're like a historic church in Durham as a, as a yeah. team. And I know coach cut that's, that's important to him. And, uh, and that's, that's super cool. Um, so Secondly, man, after you finished up your eligibility, and I know COVID, it was so odd with like technically everybody that year didn't count against them, but like anyway, it was kind of odd um, yeah. with eligibility and all that. What? But after completing your fourth season, what made you arrive at your decision uh, to come here to Durham uh, to be a part of the Duke football program? How did that work uh, as far as them reaching out to you, you reaching out to them? How did that all transpire? Yeah, um, it was actually – um, you know, I was, I was pretty close to committing to a different school. Um, I, you know, I'd been talking to, to a couple of different teams and, um, you know, the week that I was going to tell, you know, I was going to kind of make my decision, um, you know, a couple of days before actually I had, uh, I want to say, I want to say, you know, O-line GA Austin Davis, um, he hit me up and was just like, man, you know, we, we got your film. We, we really, pre you know, we really like what we see and, you know, we'll, we'll be talking to you. And so I, I kind of was just like, all right, you know, this could be, this could be sweet, man. Um, and, you know, I just kind of waited it out a few days and, uh, you know, just kept, kept talking more and more. I talked to, to AD, I talked to Coach Farrell, our, our offensive line coach. Um, our, our coach Ferris hit me up, an you know, offensive coordinator. And uh, I remember, they told me on a, uh, on a Wednesday night, they were like, they're like, Hey, you know, we're going to, we're going to talk to you tomorrow. We've got practice in the morning. You know, they were getting ready to play Florida state. So I, I was kind of you know up in the air of like, you know, am I going to hear anything this week? And um, yeah, they, they told me, you know, keep, keep your phone on you tomorrow morning. And and I did. And I woke up to a text around 8am and 
uh, I had I had texts from three or four coaches and just said, "Hey, be on the lookout for a call from Coach Cut. He's going to give you he can give you a call." And he did, man. And, and we had a really good conversation. He was he was fired up. He had, you know, the thing he said to me: We played Virginia um, last like this last COVID year. We played we played at Virginia, and you know, I had some obviously I had some film of uh, me playing it playing there and. You know, Coach Cut, he was like, he's like, man, you know, fires me up watching you. You, you play, play Virginia, man, putting those guys in the back. And so, um, you know, that that was a phone call. He, he offered a scholarship for me. And I was just like, man, you know, this is everything I wanted. And, and then some, you know, and then more. And, and I, I told him on that phone call, I said, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm in. You know, <laughs> there's there's no waiting around. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to be a, a Blue Devil, man. So I didn't even didn't even visit, didn't. And to be honest, I, I didn't know where Duke was <laughs> you know, when, when, uh, when, when AD hit me up, I was like, I was like, sweet, where's Duke, you know, like, kind of, like I thought it was up more in Northeast, but um, it, it seriously, it was, it was the biggest blessing, you know, I, I, I could have ever, ever had, man. That's awesome. And you're actually in a wonderful part of the country, especially being here in central North Carolina, because you're three hours from the mountains, you're less than three hours from the beach and you're like, you get to see things growing. I'm sure in West Texas that you, you didn't get yeah. to see much of for sure, man. Did not get to see any of it, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great, man. That's great. And you got a pretty uh, unique personality. Uh, what are some of something or maybe some things about you that Duke fans should know? Oh my gosh. Some things that Duke <laughs> fans should know. Um, shoot, man. Up until, up until this last spring, I, you know, I was a, was a long hair guy, man. I, I came in, I came actually in with dreads, but before that I'd had long hair down halfway through my back. Um, and I, I by the way, off. by the way, the picture online of you with the dreads with your yeah. like, like big grin on your face. It's like, yeah. dude, dude, I had to, man. I had, I had to change it up. You know, I told myself, you know, every roster picture, I tried to, I tried to be, do something a little bit different, you know, whether facial hair or, or, or my actual hair, dude. And, I, I felt like that was like the only, only way I could have gone. <laughs> yeah. No, that's great, dude. That, that is, uh, that is awesome. So judging with that by the hair, right? So I'm just making kind of a judgment call here and I might swing and miss on this question, but we'll see. Uh, right. And I, of, of the four of us, I'm the least of, of these fans, but do you have an all-time favorite pro wrestler? Pro wrestler. Oh my gosh, man. You know, it's actually <laughs> funny you asked that. I'm, I'm looking at my roommates over here. They're kind of smiling at me, man. Uh, the WWE actually hit me up on, on Instagram. Really? And, yeah. They were just, you know, some recruiter was just like, you know, would you be interested in coming on WWE? And, and I was like, dude, heck yeah. Are you joking <laughs> me? That's a no brainer, man. You know, I grew up watching WrestleMania. And so, um, man, I'm going to have to, you know, John Cena was obviously the, the go-to. Um, Randy Orton, though, man. Randy, Randy Orton. He, he, he's the yeah. guy. Yeah. 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 So this is outside of my realm. In fact, I've been known to make fun of my friends for liking pro wrestling. And uh, and so I'm not I'm not the guy. These other guys like Jamie is kind of ridiculously a, a wrestling fan. Yeah. Uh, but uh but no, that's that's awesome. Like I, I, that's funny that you got reached out to. Like, that's pretty. That's yeah. pretty legit. You have to feel good about that, right? Oh, absolutely. Man. They obviously had seen you with your shirt off. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, my <laughs> hey, my dad, my dad. I think my dad was the most excited about it. You know, I told him, and he's been he's been literally texting. We have a, a family group chat, and you know, he's like sending like you know ideas to the to the group chat, like you know, this could be my name, or like you know, sending. He's like he's like I'll just take on your role as manager, and so I love it. He, he's loving it. Yeah. 
Hey, I'm going to see if, can y'all hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, Kate, I don't know if you know who John Bradshaw Layfield is. Do you know who that is? Dude, it's familiar. I, I can't put a face to it, though. So I, you're probably not aware, but he, he went by the name JBL. He was a huge wrestler in the uh, Attitude Era. Uh, I'm yeah, looking him up right now as, as you speak. Right, right. And I don't know if we'll keep this in the recording or not. He was actually an alumni of Abilene Christian and played football there. So I was what? just that, – Yeah. That's crazy, man. So I was just wondering if you ever saw him, if you ever came to, you know, any football practices, anything like that, because he is very big on Abilene Christian on Twitter. Yeah. Um, talks very highly of them. But I, I didn't know. And, you know, one running gag we have between us when we saw your photo, when we saw you were transferring, uh-huh. uh, do you know who Bray White is? Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, you are his spitting image <laughs> with the dreadlocks. Yeah. yeah, man. No, that's that's hilarious, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I was a big wrestler fan. I, I'm all into it, man. One of our strength coaches is as well. So we, we would always we would always uh, shoot the breeze, man, and talk about wrestling. I love it. I love it, man. So also kind of on that a little bit, you mentioned your Instagram, right? So your Instagram name is chicken parm. Could you please explain? Ah, man, I, I don't even know if I have an explanation. I, you know, my, I've always been, you know, last name Parmalee. I've, I've always been called parm and just, man, maybe like when I got to college, people were just, you know, kind of joke around here and there with the, you know, chicken parm, whatever. And I was just like, you know what, I'm just embrace it, man. I'm going to you know, I'm put it on as my, uh, yeah, as my Instagram, uh, a name so i love I just, it yeah i took it and ran with it and chicken parm is, is it's like classic too right i mean you can't go wrong right like you cannot go wrong with you're hungry parm. like chicken parm it's all good easily easily <laughs> for sure for sure well football related questions now a couple of them um what are you most looking forward to as you get to compete in the acc oh man um looking forward to a lot um you know playing not, I mean, obviously, you know, playing good talent every week. Um, the ACC is definitely a phenomenal conference. You know, I'm going to be playing some some really, really good defense alignment. But, you know, I think even just personally, like for Duke, man, is, is playing with the guys next to me. And, you know, we've got Mateo in the backfield coming with all, you know, all these preseason awards, man. Like, you know, that's kind of a once in a lifetime deal <laughs> that mm-hmm. it's really hard to really hard to kind of like, you know, in the moment realize that, but, you know, I'm trying to soak it in. I, um, you know, my sophomore year, um, there was a senior at, at ACU who kind of gave a speech, you know, a senior speech. And he said, you know, live, you know, kind of embrace every moment. Like it's the last day of your senior year. Right. Cause you know, every time it's, it's without, you know, without question, every time, you know, seniors on senior night come up and speak. And it's like, you know, I, I feel like yesterday I was a, you know, a true freshman getting here for my first day of summer conditioning. You know, I kind of told myself that, you know, I, whether, you know, and, and it proved to be true, right. You know, with COVID last year, we didn't really know if we were going to get an extra year of eligibility. We didn't know if we were going to be playing or, or whatever. And I kind of told myself even a couple of years ago, was just like, you know, embracing every, every day, like it's, you know, your last day of your senior year, looking back and, you know, not having any regrets, but, you know, kind of just going with everything you got, giving it everything you have, man. Um, you know, so I'm kind of, I'm kind of living in that moment, you know, kind of that, that sappy, whatever you want to call it right now, just because man, everything like where I'm at right now is just, you know, icing on the cake. You know, I wasn't, 
you know, this time a year ago, like we weren't, you know, this wasn't supposed to happen. And so it's just, man, being able to be here and play with not, I mean, you know, so many other guys that I could mention just, you know, off, off my head, man. So uh, super excited for that. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's, it's neat when you have that perspective of like, because you did finish a four year playing career. And so you, you would kind of have that perspective of I've been the senior and now you have this year of yeah. really appreciating it. Right. Which is, which is super cool. Yeah, um, sure. And, and and meaning no disrespect at all to Abilene Christian, how big of a jump will it be for you as far as jumping from that uh, program into a program like Duke? Maybe how different is like Coach Fry and like the the just the way the preparation so far? Obviously, you've not played a regular season game yet, but how big is the jump between what you're used to to what you're having now? You know. Uh, I've been actually asked this question uh, uh, quite a bit. Um, at the end of the day, man, you know, football is football. <laughs> you know, we can try to, you know, as much as you try to complicate it, as much as people try to do try to complicate it, um, you know, in sports talk show world or whatever, whatever it is like, you know, at the end of the day, football is football. There's 11 guys versus 11 guys. You know, you still got, you, know, you still got to score seven points. You still got to stop, you know, make on the offense and defense special teams, man. So, um, you know, and, and that aspect of it, it's still, it's still the same, you know, I'm still, I'm still lining up the, you know, the, the talent may, may just be a little bit different, but um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of taking that mentality, you know, at the end of the day, it's still football and it's still the game, you know, that, that I love. It's still it's the game that I fell in love with, you know, in high school and you know, I've played for the last four years. And so, you know, I think people can try to you know, psych themselves out or, um, you know, can, can try to make it something that it's not, but, you know, having that mentality that, yeah, at the end of the day, it is what it is, you know, mm-hmm. don't, don't overcomplicate, you know, keep it, keep it simple, stupid. So that's, yeah. that's my mentality. Yeah. And, and historically here for Duke, it's been, at least from our perspective, looking at the numbers, the offensive line is super important. And uh, we went through a, a stage where our line struggled and um, it's been really neat. At least we saw flashes of it the last couple of years with coach Fry of getting that thing back to where it needs to be. And like, we're, we're pumped about that. Like we're, we on our, on this podcast are firm believers that as Mateo Durant goes, so Gunnar Holmberg will go. And as, as the offensive line goes, it's really how Mateo Durant's going to go. Like we feel like the offensive line is the key, Um, you know, the the trenches anyway, you know, they say you went in the trenches, but like, we feel like if the offensive line can create space for Mateo, that's going to create confidence for Gunnar. And you know what I'm saying? And then everything just kind of falls into place. And so like, yeah. we're excited for the, uh, for the O-line, you know, for sure this year. Cause once again, I feel like it's the key to our, key to our offensive success for sure. Right. Yeah, man. But, it's, it, I, I agree with you. <laughs> for sure. Well, look, man, you can tell, like we're on video here. Like you can tell the rest of us could probably maybe other than Brian, like could play possibly play some O-line uh, with, with how we're built. But if the section 17 podcast guys, if we were to, if we were to grab dinner with you, man, where's your, where's your, where's your spot? It could be maybe something that's like West Texas or maybe a chain. Like what's, what's your go-to mm. we're hanging out where we eat. Oh, uh, the chain is definitely Buffalo wild wings. All right. um, that That's the easily the go-to. I think the local spot here would probably be heavenly buffs. Oh um, dude. Okay. Have you been to the place where you eat in at heavenly Buffs? Yeah. Yeah, right by campus. So that's new. That's new. Yeah. So it used yeah. to be just takeout. So yeah, dude. Yeah. Heavenly Buffaloes is, is awesome. I'm back home. There's, there's a steakhouse called Perini's. Okay. Uh, Perini Steakhouse. That's that's uh, kind of a West Texas thing, but 
um, that's definitely a spot to go to back home. So uh, Heavenly Buffalo's at the the Eden restaurant. They have uh, chicken sandwiches, okay. which are pretty legit. Uh, they yeah. don't have that at the takeout. So okay. uh, I've that's, been, that's been pretty good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's cool. That's cool. We uh, we we like to eat, man. In fact, uh, we're getting together the four of us with a guy who kind of does all of our producing. We're getting together tomorrow and just kind of mapping out the whole season of podcasts. And so we're yeah. we're grabbing grabbing some food. But Durham is a legit food town. Like there's a yeah, lot. Yeah, I've seen that, man. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shack is another one. Oh Q-Shack. man, the jalapeno deviled eggs at Q Shack. If you yeah. as a side, it's it's very very legit. There's another place on Ninth Street right by East Campus uh, called Moe's Barbecue. Moe's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good spot. So yeah, anyway, man. this wasn't, it's not a food podcast, but you know, <laughs> but I'm always down, bro. I can, yeah, I, can, I can talk you off with food. I was about to say, if we have an O-lineman on the podcast, we're talking food. So, absolutely. you know, oh, that's cool, man. Uh, well, Cade, we really appreciate you being on, man. And we've had a good time. We wanted Duke fans to really get to know you better. Um, and, and just uh, to get to know more of our players, we're bringing on former players, bringing on current players and just letting the fans kind of get that more of an inside look um, at, at who, you know, football, man, the helmets on pads are on it. Sometimes we don't get that like personal connection a lot of times with players. And so we're trying to bring that to, to Duke football fans and, and we're looking forward to a great season and we want to thank you for being on with us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Did you- Josh, I don't mean to interrupt. You forgot the main question we ask every Duke player when they come on or former oh, Duke player. I, 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 I'm I, sorry. It's, it's about the about cut. Come on now. I'm going to yeah, let you ask. I forgot. It. That's You're my last interview. question. My last question. I did forget this. What is something, and maybe you've only been here since January, right? I think you, you got down in January. Yeah. What is something about Coach Cut that maybe not everybody would know? Something unique about Coach Cut. Now, we've already heard from Dave Harding that he, that he's a big ice cream guy. Okay. And then Luca went pretty generic, man. Luca went like, he's a good dancer, but we already knew that. Cause that's on Twitter. Like there's, there's videos of cut dancing on Twitter. Yeah. So I know you've only been here since January. Is there anything about coach coat that you coach cut coach cut that you're like, man, I did not know that. Or like, that's like way kind of out there, like hilarious, what, whatever, anything about cut you can think of. Man, well, I, okay, so I'll tell you, I'll tell you one story, and you probably, some people may know this, some people may not. It, I generally knew it. Um, you'll you'll understand what I mean when I say. It. So there was one. April, um, I was in the locker room with a couple other guys, um, and we were we were just it was literally three of us in the locker room and coach cut had been gone for a few days it's like the middle of the week and he kind of walked in we were like oh coach cut you know man we miss you man where you been and he's like oh boys you know i've, I've, I've been playing golf and you know it's, it was actually it was me and uh jake bobo and, and jacob monk and we we're just kind of sitting there talking to him and he's talking to us and we were like oh you know like who are you playing with and he said ah oh, you know like oh, i probably shouldn't say but you know, I was playing, I was playing some golf with Peyton and, and just a couple other guys. And I'm like sitting here like, you know, Peyton, like who the heck is Peyton is an old coach or, or what, you know? And, and I'm like, just kind of trying to go through like all this stuff in my head. And we were like, Oh man, that's, you know, that's pretty sweet, man. You know, like, you know, I'm kind of going along with it. I, I don't know anything about golf. I don't know who Peyton is. And, um, you know, I'm like, we were like, Oh, cool, man. You know, where were you playing? Like, were you out of town? Were you on vacation? He was like, well, you know, I probably shouldn't tell you all that either because, you know, he, he didn't really want anybody knowing that he was there, but we were, we were at Augusta National. And I'm like, 
Okay, first off, who the heck is Peyton and why the heck is he playing with Coach Cut at Augusta National? And I'm just like, you know, think it's, I, it literally was like five minutes and I'm just sitting here like, dude, what the heck? Like, and, and he's showing us like videos, you know, videos like on his phone like this and, you know, of his swing and his driver. And I, and I hear the voice behind the video. You know, it's like, come on, Coach Cut. You know, and I'm like, that's freaking Peyton Manning. What the heck, dude? And I'm like, oh, that makes sense now. That definitely makes sense. Yeah, you coached him. So, of course, of course, Coach Cut would be playing golf with Peyton Manning at Augusta National. So that's that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that, my that is, that's my that one story. story. Yeah, I, I was going to uh, I might cut this, but I was uh, we were watching the, uh, the preview day today. It looks like Coach Cut Coach Cut's been put a little uh, dye in his hair, man. He's looking looking young, man. He's got like a fresh brown up on the top of the head man i don't know he looks yeah. like he's in his mid-30s <laughs> we, we try to keep him young around here man. yeah for sure man for sure well for real this time Kay, we appreciate you coming on the podcast and uh and man we're looking forward to an awesome season of duke football uh awesome we're excited about getting back in the stadium i know fans are excited to be back and yeah we're excited to see wallace wade full and and and, and lively again here for the 2021 season yeah man we're, we're excited man i appreciate you having me on For sure, this has been the Duke Section 17 podcast. We'll see you next time.